you guys have found yourself back at this warehouse. Uh, Seeb, you you recently arrived again uh, after going through the portal and dropping off the Moa Moa. Uh, you lost track of the other monster, the the kind of uh, almost bear like creature with the I want to say it was ram's horns. Was it? Can we ride him? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bull, it had bull horns. It had bull horns and it was like a, almost the size of a bear. And uh, Seab and Meadow, you accidentally rode him to Australia. Uh, got him back through the portal the other way, but you're not sure where it ended up. But you guys ended up coming back to the warehouse. And so everyone, everyone is back in the warehouse now. You've recently discovered this Harker person who's been doing this research. And you've decided, oh, we need to find this person and make sure that they are stopped because they are clearly very dangerous. I think, Meadow, you're you're looking over some of these papers. You notice something on the paper that we didn't see previously. You see underneath the there there was an insignia that you saw previously. That was this owl nested in uh, like thistles and thorns. And you see that right under that there is a. Uh, like a, almost a byline, almost a slogan that's written. And it's Kubavit uh, Lamia et Gloria. And that brings you back to a memory that you have. And you realize that you've been to Monterey Bay before, but it was back in the 1970s. And you remember being at this party at someone's house. Uh, everyone's enjoying themselves. And you see a man across the party in a red suit and a bowler hat. Uh, he's talking tersely with another patron, and you see him take off his bowler, and his face changes to that of a skull with ram's horns, and you see a dull light flash in his empty eye sockets. And the man he was talking to goes from anger to fear, and then complacency. The skull man puts his bowler back on his head, and his face returns to normal, and he turns and looks at Meadow. He smiles and starts to make his way towards you. And then you blink and you're back in the warehouse and looking up from the paper. Two things. First, my name's Meadow, not Mother. Second, I remember seeing a demon with a ramskull head. Where, where did you see them? In the 1970s, I think. It's hard to remember. I don't remember anything past the mil- turn of the millennium. Oh, so that's a new memory, or an old memory. Well, how does this help us find this scientist we're looking for? I have no idea. All right, so we're at a loss. I guess I'll look around this warehouse a little bit, see if I can find some clues. Don't the kids these days use the internet? I don't know much about that myself, but if one of you has an internet device? I don't even have a phone. Troy takes out a phone, uh, a, a smartphone. He he looks over to Meadow and goes, um, Meadow, do you, do you know anything about where you saw it? Maybe I could look up the address, maybe? Yes, it was in a house. Okay, nothing. Actually, wait, 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 wait. I actually can do something on this, I think. I'm going to borrow Hacker with the Dragon Tattoo from the Gumshoe Playbook. All right, that's a nine. Basically, I'm using the smartphone to hack into the records of the library to see if there's if any of this sounds familiar. Uh, what what is it that you are wanting to learn from this? You have leave no traces, learn something important, leave misinformation in its place, or gain 
access to somewhere you want to get into. I'm 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 divided between learn something important and gain access to somewhere you want to get into because I feel like that that one would be like he's trying to find out where this may have happened or if this sounds familiar from anything records. If you're crowdsourcing this, I think finding something important might be a better option. Yeah, I think I'll go for something important. Yeah, I think what you what you learn from contacting your your friend in the system. Uh, what's your friend's name? Trent. Trent Resinor. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you call up Trent and ask them about Meadow, and they say, "Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it says here, uh, Meadow." Oh, act, yeah, active Monterey Bay in the 1970s. They they were they they were real party goer at the time. Uh, had a conflict with some sort of demon. Uh, but it was it wasn't our wasn't our bag, so we didn't look into it too much. It looks like it looks like a lot of that happened downtown. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's there's a storefront here. It's a it's an old pawn shop now. Yeah, it it says it's the it's the rusty gun barrel uh, downtown now. Uh, you might be able to get some more information out of it there. Uh, th- thanks, Trent. I I appreciate it. And I think he uh, he looks the group. Oh, that's some good news. We uh, we need to go to Monterey Bay. Uh, apparently, it's a party town because that's what uh, what my bosses say uh, you were doing there. Downtown area. It, the place is no it's not a it's not a club anymore, but uh we need to we can probably find out more at the uh rusty gun barrel. It's a pawn shop now. We're gonna look at porn? Why would you look at porn at a, at a pawn shop? What is going on? It's an accent thing. It's pawn like uh, like like uh, you know like you give them stuff, they give you money, then you regret it, and then you pay twice as much to get your stuff back. This that sounds like, like a porn. porn. Yeah. I think he kind of he he kind of covers his face and says, "Oh God, it does sound like porn." <laughs> oh, that's a different rusty gum barrel. <laughs> uh, 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 oh, no. Wow. You should get that look, Dad. <laughs> See a doctor. Remember, kids, always practice safe sex. Uh, we make a lot of jokes here on the Keeper's <laughs> Retreat, but seriously, if it's rusty down there, talk to your doctor. Take a shower. Yeah, that too. A shower. Wait, no, a shower would make it worse if it was rusty. <laughs> oh, I hate this. It's not literally rusty. It's figuratively rusty. It, yeah. So, it's rusty, there's a lot of more problems. Don't see looking around and... <laughs> He's like, would you like a hand with uh, investigating things? I, I think the others have uh, have decided what, what their next step. I think we should work on finding out where um, this fiend is now. Yes. Um, yeah, any help would be appreciated. So we're looking for some kind of demon who's also a scientist. Perhaps, or the two are working it together. Um, I'm not quite sure. Well, maybe we can find something in the notes here. Yes. Um I I will try to help you out as I can, um, if it's needed. Um, I'm not sure what help out is, but... Uh. <laughs> I think help out you can decide to do after the roll. That's how we yeah. play it anyway. Okay. Because there's no point in trying to help out unless you know that you can mathematically make it work. Yeah. Yep. Okay. 
but you could do the investigation. My sharp is not great. <laughs> My sharp is a zero, so. Okay, cool. Then I'll go. Mm. May I, uh, we could try. I don't know how much you want to wager secrets, but we could try to bring these to the forefront. <clears throat> um, and this is just him re referencing the uh, his negligible price move, which is where if you tell him a secret, um, it works like a deal and um, it'll fulfill the desire of someone else. Hmm. Such a good move. I, I know. I love it. And I know it's supposed to it. I, I think it's supposed to be mostly used on other people. And I, I don't know if we're cheating it. So if you don't want us doing this, that's fine. No, no, I I love it. Well, and also like, and, and we can cut this, but it is a backdoor into learning more about each of the individual characters, which is very cool. Yeah. If it'll make you more comfortable, I can tell you a secret of mine first so you don't feel so embarrassed. I mean, I, I realize uh, I already have one over on you as it is. Sure. What, what secrets have you got, Severus? Well, um, I spent the years from 1950 to 1970 personally hunting down a secret cabal that had kept me trapped for 50 years, and uh, they paid for it quite gruesomely. It is, uh, I, I still haven't sorted out whether or not that was a good thing or thing to do. Um, in some ways it was very cathartic, and in other ways, well, whenever I'm alone, I question what kind of monster I became by doing that. Ooh, that felt good to talk about. Well, maybe yeah, there is well. something to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, kids, it's good to talk to your therapist. <laughs> that's not a joke. That's, that's genuine. That yeah. brings us to our first sponsor, BetterHelp, the online solution to finding a good therapist. Genuinely, if I got sponsored by BetterHelp, I would adore that. But Same. that's a different, different thing entirely. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I've got another secret I can share with you since we're working together and all. I figure you should know anyway that I I used to have a partner. Um, his his name was was Major, and he was my best friend, and he was my dog. And I lost him, and I don't know that I will ever forgive myself for not being able to protect him. Can I give you a hug? That'd be okay. Yeah, Severus is going to bring it in and, and just hug this poor soul tightly. This needs to be the first fan art of the Keeper Retreat. <laughs> Mito joins in. As soon as she sees two guys hugging, she just skips on over and throws her arms around both of them. She, she says, ah, oh, yes, this is nice. <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. Troy kind of walks over, just he sees this and he doesn't know what's going on, but he just slightly pats Steve on the shoulder, not sure what to make of this. <laughs> I, lo I love everyone's confused, but positive. <laughs> hey, right, right. Very good vibes over here. She's just doing with the positive. That's it. I mean, and it's been a while since she's touched someone. So this is our Marvel crossover. Like, you know, the, the camera just pans around all of us like. Okay. Yeah, screw the screw, screw the action shot. Like it's it's a big hug fest right now. Uh, yeah, that's our that's our circle shot that makes you really really nauseous because we circle too many times. Right. <laughs> yeah. So this doesn't have me rolling weird. It's just if somebody reveals a secret, the world arranges itself to fulfill their desire, matching the scale and impact of their secret. Um. So I think like after Severus breaks the hug, his eyes are like illuminating green and he just puts his hand over the paperwork and he says something like reveal your secrets okay so what's the what do you want from this i guess is my question uh what did we want from that an address <laughs> clue yeah clue 
yeah. a photo. Um, like to pull from the uh, investigative mystery list. Um, and I have it shut. Um, no shit. Yeah, where did it go? Being specifically, um, where did uh, the I can't remember his name. Harker. Harker. I keep thinking yeah. it's Harkness, but yeah, where did Harker go? Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that you say reveal your secrets to this uh, piece of paper, and it starts. It it takes on that green glow that you have in your eyes. Uh, and then some of the text starts to highlight itself. It starts uh, showing, uh, it, it lists out the, the totems that were needed, the shell of a, a sea turtle and the dragon's claw and the branch of a cherry blossom tree in full bloom. And it highlights all of those. And you see the seashell, the, the sea turtle shell go dark and then it like the light wavers between the claw and the cherry blossom tree branch and then it moves towards the cherry blossom tree branch and highlights it greatly uh and then you see a small projection come up off of the paper uh showing this branch of a cherry blossom uh in the middle of a uh like wooded area uh and it pans out and pans out and we see the figure of a man uh who's very well dressed he's wearing like a kind of a tanned suit uh think think uh the the female character's brother from the mummy that kind of like shitty oh. cowardly guy the way that uh, he is jonathan. dressed yes jonathan thank you uh yeah think of him but also uh david Tennant as barty crouch in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, uh, like those two kind of things combined. Uh, it, so he's wearing this like light tan suit and uh, you see him starting to wander into the woods towards this cherry blossom branch and you pan out further and you see that it's a roadside uh, and then you pan out further and see that it's overlooking some cliffs and overlooking the beach. And then the projection fades back and the magic fades. Oh, God, I know exactly where he's at. It's where we left the Kappa, near there, near where we were before we were teleported. Monterey Bay. Oh, shit, we left the Kappa alone. Oh, he'll be fine, I'm sure. They're not dangerous, they're just annoying and pesky and, you know, can sometimes drown children. But it's not dangerous. I wasn't concerned for other people, Severus. I was concerned what this guy might be doing with the kappa if he found it alone so probably losing his pants and i just want to point out mida was still holding on to c because when she gets into a hag she's like a limpet you'll have to pry her <laughs> off that's fine by c he obviously oh. needs that hag soft <laughs> well do we go for the rusty trumpet or whatever or do we go back where we left the kappa they're both in monterey bay right I suppose so. We may need to split up. I think Troy and Meadow should head to the, uh, did you say it was Rusted Trumpet? To see if perhaps Meadow can uh, trigger any other memories. Um, in also, the pawn shop. And uh, I know, Troy, you can at least handle yourself somewhat in a fight. And uh, Sieb, you can handle yourself. And uh, I'm, I'm not very combat worthy, so that I can handle the magic side of things. So I think we should pursue this fiend and see if we can get to the bottom of things. Sounds reasonable. Sounds like a plan. I don't mind handling anyone. 
Uh, uh, right. I, uh, Uber. Yes. I, I think unless anybody has a vehicle here, unless there are vehicles here. Well, we kind of teleported here, so I don't know that any of us have vehicles here. Very true. My, my motorcycle's back at the beach. Yes, as is my car. Well, unless we can chance using the teleportation ring, which there's no telling how well that'll work. I was going to say me, the keeper, uh, the teleportation ring wouldn't bring you back to the beach that you originally came from. Okay. Um, it was kind of a totem thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was because of the connection to the totem that was around you. Uh, I was going to say, me probably you know that. like has shells and pebbles from the beach, if that would work as a totem. But yeah, I mean, if you wanted to like manufacture your own, like you, you have the ability at this point, like you know the spell and you know, like what was going on so you could reverse engineer it for your own purposes if you wanted to uh otherwise like getting an uber like i'm not gonna make you roll for any of those things uh because the warehouse is in monterey bay too is that what you're trying to tell us yeah yeah it's it's definitely in monterey bay okay need the dude in the cap got it yeah you you guys are all still in the general area of where you were you're still in the same city if severus like takes a look around um is there any cars in in or like near the warehouse? Oh uh, yeah, I think that there would be like a couple parked cars, uh, maybe not directly outside of the warehouse because it's an abandoned warehouse, but like on the street, uh, maybe a block away. Does anyone have any experiencing with, uh, as the young people say, jacking a ride? Doesn't that usually require you to have a weapon of some kind? Oh no, not if they're abandoned. I mean, if somebody is not in their car, do they really own it? Oh, you mean breaking in and hot wiring? That's easier to do on older model cars than the newer ones that have computers. Or so I've been told. Right. Does anybody have any experience with this? Well, I, I could try. I uh, could try something. It's that or we hire an Uber. You could borrow a move from the crooked to do that if you wanted. Oh, that that's true. Also, you have magic. Well, yeah, yeah that's what I, that's what I was thinking. Was I was just gonna, I was just gonna, I was just gonna like, that's, that's what I was thinking too. Was do magic, and you just see because Troy was gonna try to uh, infect it with his goo and not wear it that way with magic. Well, I hate that sentence, but yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. See, Severus was thinking like he would just magic the car and like you know to communicate with something you don't share a language with. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> There's so no. many ways for just like. <laughs> right, do you guys gonna... know how to hire a car? I can literally do magic, but do you know? <laughs> it's well, such a great uh, line of thought. He, he, he didn't want to show up anybody. Uh, <laughs> Also, the keeper told us that we didn't have to roll to call an Uber, so... <laughs> we... yeah, yeah, only one of us has a phone, though, apparently. <laughs> yeah, you, you, only one person has a phone, so you get one Uber. Somebody else has to figure it out. Well, you, well oh, I, I think Troy would speak of... Well, you know, if we take an Uber, then if something goes wrong, the Uber's not going to stick around. We're better off stealing these cars. So we have a... Just in case I mean, need... we get an Uber back to our vehicles, and then we go our separate ways. Or we could walk back. We can't be that far. This town can't be that big. Oh, uh, yeah, let's walk. And she'll take Steve's hand and start dragging him out of the warehouse intent on skipping away in a random direction. <laughs> Severus Savardi says property is theft. <laughs> it's more of if your head isn't on it at the time that I want it, it's mine. I mean, it's it, mine. It can't be mine. He, uh, 
I, I think they start walking and he's like skipping. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. He he goes to a um. I mean, is there like any kind of like maybe like van or a truck or something of the sort? Let's say that there is. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think he's going to go to it and his eyes are going to light up. And uh, he's going to tell it, um, excuse me, I require your assistance and I want to roll use magic. Please, please do. Uh, You're going to talk to its computer in binary? Maybe. Zero, zero, one, one, zero, one, one. Uh, that's an eight. Um, All right. So you get one effect from you get an effect and a glitch. OK, uh, I want to speak with it, um, but uh, I'll take a harm. I was going to say, can I pick and what? And and a, a problematic side effect like the horn is stuck <laughs> uh, no i think i'm just gonna take the harm i i don't i'm really worried about what kind of a problematic side effect it has i'm not the keeper i don't think you have to worry <laughs> yeah i'm I'm just gonna take the harm i think uh i think there's a little bit of sting to this magic um okay. this time yeah yeah you're you're tired and you're maybe wearing yourself out maybe running yourself a little thin yeah here. uh yeah what does a car sound like? <laughs> toot, toot. Oh. I, mean, I mean, we've seen cars, so there, there are plenty of voices to choose from. And just Owen Wilson. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. OK, you say you say you need a ride. Yeah, go ahead. Hop in. That's all I do. Oh, it's, literally okay. my it's literally my purpose in life. Get in. Oh, well, that, sounds the doors. <laughs> that, that sounds a little depressing. Would you like to talk about that? I've recently heard that talking about things helps. And oh, he just stops in the driver's seat and closes the door. Every, every time he speaks, his horn goes off a little bit. <laughs> oh, I, I figured your voice would have came through the radio like they did in that uh, car changing movie. Uh, I believe it was called GoBots. Oh, you, you know, uh, different different models have different functions, I suppose. We don't all get to talk very often. Oh, well, I understand that. Um, well, perhaps after all this ordeal uh, gets done, perhaps uh, I could take you to a drive-in movie. Would Would you like that? Yeah, that would be wonderful. It's nice to have what? somebody to talk to with the, like the whole concept of existing. <laughs> Wait, oh, what do you do all the time? <laughs> I don't think you know how drive-in works. Uh, there's a movie on it. There isn't much talking. Uh, anyways, uh, my friends are right up there. Could Could we pick them up? Oh yeah, 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 sure. And the the car just drives <laughs> up and opens all doors. Yeah. Hop in. The, the window rolls down and Severus is like, "Get in, losers! We're monster hunting." Shotgun. <laughs> you're, you're not losers. I just I, I've always wanted to say. Well, I've wanted to say that since I saw it on 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 the memes. I get it. I I get it. I once said my life is danger, so that was kind of. Just oh, for that's being good. cool, you know? Oh, that's really good. Yeah. That's so mysterious. I hung up right after I said it. I felt really cool. <laughs> Troy just gets in and he goes, Oh, yeah, I know I know that feeling. I, I once had, once told someone, That's my secret. I'm always sad. I feel that one. That one hurts. All right. Maybe I, the pawn shop will make you happy. Uh, wink, I, wink. I think there's a moment where Troy thinks about it like, Oh, wait, Steve. You're the one I told it to. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was there for that. Uh, well, I think I think it's time for us to go to the beach. Um, beach? Yeah. <laughs> so question from me. So are you all going to the beach together? Or do you want like half of you to get dropped off somewhere? I, I think we're going to the beach so they can get their cars or their vehicle. And um... you realize the way you've suggested we split up doesn't work in terms of vehicles. Yes. What do you mean? Well, I guess now we've got a third vehicle. That should work. I hope Troy can drive. 
Right. Severus is just going to keep this car now. They're they're bros. It's okay. <laughs> Severus has two cars now, and Seep has a motorbike. Meadow and Troy have nothing, and you want <laughs> them to go to the pawn shop together to look at porn. Severus is like, oh, you could just take my old car. <laughs> no, I'm not in it, so you know it's it's fair, fair game. I think you're trying for a night rider theme here, aren't you? I mean, if, if we can get this van to jump something, uh, uh, my, my night's made. All right, I'm gonna take a play from another another playbook just because <laughs> driver, <laughs> just in case you instantly learn how to drive. You're just gonna keep that in stock. Okay, so our our car friend. Oh, Christ, he needs a name, doesn't he? His name is Owen. Um, oh, I was going to say the Lord Jesus Chrysler. Mm. <laughs> probably not. Owen's mm. probably better. Mm. I do like Jesus Chrysler. Christopher. Christopher? You didn't get a Tesla? How about, how about Troyota? <laughs> Troyota's we good. Have a Troy. I like Troyota. Let's go with that. Yeah, okay, you you pull up back up to the beach at in the Troyota and the side doors roll open. And he says, "All right, guys, here's your stop. Thank you for uh, thank you for coming along and blessing me with sentience." What? Yeah, yeah, of course. What uh, a sweet vehicle. He's so nice. He is glad to be able to you know have conscious thought. So <laughs> you you don't really see this in American models. Meadow's just like rubbing down the console and and stuff like this. You know, weird behavior. You probably might see someone stone do when they realize how weird it feels to touch stuff. Oh yeah, that's the stuff. Get in the glove box. Oh, hey, oh, oh, it's, it's see, maybe. not me. It's other people. <laughs> maybe, maybe we shouldn't all be here for this. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, yes, um, uh, Miss Beto, here, here are my keys to, to that vehicle. Um, so if you all want to take that to the, um, the, 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 the prawn shop, uh, you can go that way. And, uh, Steve and I, Steve and I, I think, I think we can hoof it from here because, um, this figure, this Mr. Mr. Harker should be in the woods. If he's supposed to be where we left the Kappa, um, then that wasn't too far away from here where we started. Yes. We can walk. Did you give us the keys to your old car or to Troyota? To the old car. I don't think you're getting Meadow out of that car. That's, that's fine. Oh, out of Troy? (laughs) Out of Troyota, not Troy. Oh yeah, Troyota doesn't need car. Or doesn't need keys. You just need to convince him to take him, take you where you want to go. She doesn't even have to drive. This is awesome. But mom, it's my turn to drive. I think Troy kind of calls forward to Troy out of this. Meadows, you mind if we, play, we listen to a podcast while we drive? Whatever. And she's like now rubbing her face against the window. Okay, that's my cue. Uh, Troyota, I, I will see you later. Um, just take these two wherever they need to go. All right, all right, yeah, yeah, thank you so much. Uh, I'll see you later, uh, Sevy. Yeah, later on, uh, dude. And, Troy. uh, Severus is getting out of the car. Troy reaches forward and plugs his, his, uh, phone into the head jack and puts on John Matters. <laughs> it's on the Johnny Matters podcast. I was about to say, like, yeah. and here's the cut where we introduce all of our podcasts. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> 
Out of the darkness and into the light. It's uh, This is the show where we turn over mossy rocks and discover the truth that the government doesn't want to tell you. So, Severus and Sieb, you're getting out? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Severus and Sieb, you guys are walking along the side of the road uh, yeah. and, and moving into this... Uh, kind of forested area. So, what are you? What are you looking for? Uh, I think we're looking for um, the cherry blossom. Yeah, and and also this guy. If he, you know, whichever one comes first. Do we know what he looks like? Uh, this, yeah, you you saw like a little bit of him. You saw like that he's wearing a tan suit uh, and has like kind of short. Uh, oh, that's dark, right. Dark brown hair. Well, things yeah. are about to get very awkward with uh, Troyota and, and I, and as a shame, I was really looking forward to hanging out with that vehicle. I mean, I'm sure that you'll see him again. Well, yes, it's. I'm sure I will. It's just, uh, well, I... <clears throat> Uh, you see, Meadow is my mother. It's a, it's a very long story. Um, my father, um, well, my father was a Viking. His name was uh, Otan Savati. He was a, a warrior poet. And uh, whenever he knew her, she was, well, there are lots of names for, for beings like herself and, and what I am. Um, I believe the category is psychopomp, but it's it's sort of like a particular angel or grim reaper um someone who ferries you between where we are in the afterlife and it's it's very complicated and we often wear many hats um but yeah uh i've i've been long separated from her um yeah so this is this is a very interesting experience i, I have to say well that doesn't sound too different from what i am but that's interesting that she is your mother she doesn't look any older than you yeah i i honestly don't i don't know a lot whenever it comes to this um but apparently we we get to a certain point and then we stop aging uh, i i don't know where our people even come from uh it's sort of a be into existence and find your own way sort of thing I was I was born in the 1800s, so I know that I know that sometimes certain circumstances cause you to not age like other beings here from the overgrown. But the the overgrown is this, is that what you call it? Uh, yes the the overgrown is the area outside of the wild where where I lived for many years. Hmm. That's uh, I'm I'm familiar with the wild, although I've I have to confess, I've never, never been. Um, it, it was putting someone like me into an area like that is, well, it, there can be consequences to it. But memories maybe, lost. Yes. Well, I'm, this may be awkward, but uh, losing memories is, is one of my purposes or one of the purposes I've discovered for myself. Um, to, to put it in a certain way, angels like myself, uh, we escort souls that have experienced violent trauma um after they've died and it's not good for a soul to carry that much taint and weight onto the next world so part of my purpose i found was freeing the soul of that weight well maybe maybe i'll see you again someday i believe my soul carries quite a bit of weight i will i will be there with bells on as they say i'm not sure that's that's the right expression for the situation but uh <clears throat> wonderful I, I think as you guys are having this conversation and uh, wandering into the the wooded area off the side of this road, uh, you start to hear uh, the cracking of branches around you. Um, Severus is going to draw his... Um, he has a multi-tool with a pocket knife on it, and he's just going to draw that. <laughs> yes, yeah, Steve draws his katana with one hand and has a piece of... 
purple glowing chalk in the other. Oh, it looks so much cooler whatever you do it. <laughs> it has something to do with the weaponry. Yeah, I suppose I'm, I'm long overdue for an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, you hear the, the cracking of these branches come closer and closer. Uh, and uh, something is moving towards you uh, very, very quickly. Uh, and it's almost on you now. And let's move over to Meadow and Troy. So Meadow and Troy, you guys are in the Troyota, uh, our, our Toyota van. If Toyota makes vans, if they don't, tweet at me and let me know. Um, <laughs> at me, bro. <laughs> let me know if they make vans still or if they ever made vans. Uh, yeah, you guys are in the Troyota and you're heading towards downtown towards the rusty gun barrel. What are you guys talking about with Troyota here? And that's why not all rabbits are evil. I see. Um, I, you know, I'm going to admit it. I don't know how to react to that. Troyota pipes in and says, oh, okay, I understand. So those little fuzzy things, they, oh, they, they aren't just things I, I run over. Interesting. Interesting. That's, that's new information to me. Oh, here, here we go. I, I think this is the place. And you, he pulls up and does a perfect parallel park in front of this uh, pawn shop with a with a hanging side outside that is shaped in the shape of like a shotgun and it says the rusty gun barrel on it. Oh, it's not porn, porn. It's porn, porn. Yeah, that's what, that was what I was trying to trying to say, Meadow. Um, hey, um, I think he gets out into like a positive. Hey, um, if things get kind of uh, crazy in there, um, just he just kind of like a pause. He's like, it's whatever we find out. Just go get it to the others. Don't worry about me. Okay. If I don't make it out of there, another me will probably show up eventually. I think you would have been better off if this was a pawn shop because it looks like, and it sounds like, you need to get laid. Maybe we can fix that later. <laughs> You're looking through the window of the pawn shop and you see, like, behind the counter, there's also, like, further in the back, there's, like, a little sign that says adults only in a curtained area. Oh, we could do it now. And she just grabs you by a tentacle and drags you in. Okay, see, ow, that's... Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> Since the tentacles are his hair, so if pulling him the hair inside. Okay, okay, all right, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. The, the, those are sensitive. Yeah, okay, well, know. whatever happens, Meadow just leads you straight past who we visit the carnage. Says we'll be right back, and straight through the curtain, and you might want to fade to black. I'm so deeply confused by what just happened. You said but, there was a room with a curtain. I was like, ah, oh, why? Is that not a thing in... in yes, okay, but you've given her a tiny room after she said we should probably fix you not getting laid. I mean, come on. Do you not I, feel I, behind the logic here? I think we need to have some cultural exchange real quick. Are there... In, in New Zealand, is there not like at adult shops a like area that's kind of like cordoned off where the actual porn is or rather in like oddity shops 
that like are meant to sell like certain things and then they also have a porn section is that not a thing that is is normal in new zealand because i'm very well, there confused are sex shops yes um there might be an r18 section and the like the dollar store which has a you know like a little blanket over the shelves or something but okay. you <laughs> said it couldn't go there i was took that to be like a fitting room type size at least and then they went we can retcon it if you take away the room. <laughs> no, I'm not. I refuse to. If, it, mm. if if Troy is okay with this situation, that's fine by me. But I was just deeply confused. She's going to make him a squid man. <laughs> I'm okay with that, but then I will... I'm, I'm going... Uh... We're faded into black. Don't worry. We're not going into details. But I mean, that many tentacles? How could she not? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. So, Steve. The car. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, it wasn't the car. That was not where I thought that anything was going to go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's fine. Uh, Steve, uh, our producers say this is great fan service. Keep it up, kids. <laughs> Steve, Steve turns to Severus and goes, I hope they're staying on task. I. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. No, you know what? I, I, I'm pretty sure they won't be. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm very, very worried. Yeah, you, you should be worried because there is something coming di- directly out you at you out of the woods, uh, and you see something scuttle across the forest floor, and it looks like a lot of hair. Oh. Uh, and I'm going to need. One or both of you to act under pressure. So we're okay. do- what we're dodging out of the way. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. We got a big failure. We got a big fat failure. Uh, yeah, I got a uh, I rolled a nine, so I got a partial success. Yeah, Unless- so I think. Oh, yeah. I rolled a three. I should say that for the audience. I I think for uh for Severus, you are going to you're going to get out of the way, but you're going to trip and fall over and so you're going to take a minus one forward on your next action or you're going to drop something important yeah i think i'll just take the minus one okay okay uh so yeah you're going to take a minus one going forward and see you you see severus kind of try and jump out of the way but this monster uh comes out uh from an odd angle on you you just don't quite see it in time it takes you at your legs uh and you get a cut on your leg for two harm uh, and it takes you out and like knocks you knocks you over. I'm I'm imagining like a tackle from behind the knees kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it hits you so fast that you don't quite see what it is or where it's going. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would get up and run towards towards it or after it if I can. It's running around you guys. It seems like it's hunting oh, you specifically. Mm-hmm. So I can't really attack it until I locate it in a way here. Oh, I was going to ask if I can read a bad situation. Yeah, please. All right. Take it with that, that minus one because you're knocked to the floor. Oh, no. That's a four. Um, I think Severus is still stunned. Yeah. on uh, It doesn't really give a specific thing on a, a failure for a read a bad situation. So, yeah, I, I think you just you try and gather some information uh, and you just you just don't. Uh, it's it's moving too fast, uh, but it is going to come at you now, Severus. Uh, and maybe you see it a little better. It looks like, it almost looks like something walking on its hands, but there's just so much black hair everywhere. Uh, it's coming directly for Severus. 
uh, Seeb, you might see this out of like the the corner of your eye. Um, yeah, I would like to. I think I would like to try to use magic. Um, and I'm going to borrow a page out of the Ari Green playbook, and uh, I'm going to try and trap a specific person, minion, or monster. I start to draw runes of the Fey variety in the air with my chalk, um, and I'm going to try and manipulate the uh, tree roots in the forest to come up and grab this, whatever this is, before it gets to Severus. Oh yeah, roll it. Give us those beautiful bean footage. All right, so that's a nine. What is your glitch? Um, I can try to help out um, to get you to a ten if you'd like. Okay. How would you help with magic? Um, I think I think Severus like kind of taps into what you're doing and might mimic the moves. Cool. If that works for the keeper, it works for me. Yeah, I think that that's very cool. So yeah, you open yourself up to the dangers because you got a nine on your help out, but that puts a Sieb up to uh, the full effect. I think that what this would probably look like is Sieb, you're you're drawing the ruins in air. Uh, and Severus sees this and his eyes start to glow that familiar green and at the tip of your finger you have a green light kind of gather and you start tracing out the ruins in air with your hand mm-hmm. oh I like I like the thought because when I draw the when I draw mine they are like this dark shade of purple and his would be green so it's like I like the colors working together here yeah yeah, yeah. glowing yeah, in, the, in the air yeah so we see this green and purple light uh, diffuse into the ground and then push roots up around the arms of this monster and hold it in place. That was uh, that was very intense. And Severus is gonna stand up and like be dusting himself off, but he's his suit is so muddy right now. Steve uh, would start walking closer to the monster now that it's trapped, and he's gonna try and figure out what it is if he's ever seen anything like this before. Yeah, roll uh, investigate a mystery. Ooh, nice. twelve. All right. So, what do you want to ask? Uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and give you both of mine um, with regards to this creature. What can it do, and what can hurt it? No, actually, you know what? I'm going to do. I'm, I did the both the wrong questions. <laughs> I've had it, I've had so many skittles. My brain is uh, firing in different directions. Uh, what sort of creature is it, and what was it going to do? Is what I want my questions to be. So you can tell. Uh, you, you look it over and you realize you, you get the full picture of this and it looks like a woman, uh, but she doesn't have any lower half of her. She's cut off at the the midsection uh, and she has these long, long arms and gnarled hands and claws uh, and just this long, long dark hair that covers most of what is left of her body. And you can tell that this is a teke teke. Uh, it it's a Japanese yokai that's known for haunting roadways and coming after travelers. Um, and so that that is what this creature is. Now, uh, your other question it was, what can it do? Uh, what was it going to do? What was it going to do? It was going to try and disembowel you. <laughs> Great. I'm sensing a theme with some of these monsters here. You know what? Yeah, yeah, that is. I didn't notice that, but yeah, that is a thing specifically with a lot of Japanese cryptids is disembowelment. Well, I'm getting the sense that um, this Teke-Teke was sent here to delay us, so we should... Well, it's a yokai, correct? 
Yeah, I believe so. Yes. Uh, if my understanding is correct, it's uh, it's a form of uh, spirit. So perhaps, um, perhaps I can exercise it to go back where it came from. Um, and I'm wanting to use magic on this. Yeah, go for it. All right. I there we go. Awesome. So uh, I want to banish it from um, the place it inhabits. All right. Yeah. What does this look like? Um, I think. Um, I think Severus puts his hand on the, the Teke Teke's head and um, eyes light up and he says, return. And um, it would just like go in a green flash. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all wrapped up in these these roots and you put your hand on its forehead uh, and it gnarls and struggles against you. And then there's a green flash and it's gone. Let's move back over to uh, to Meadow and Troy. Uh, hey, guys. Hi. How so Meadow and, Troy, uh, Meadow, and, Meadow and Troy step back out of the curtained area uh, and the shopkeeper says, okay, um, are you going to, are you going to buy anything? Are you going to pay for that? You're going to charge us for what? I'm going to charge you if you don't buy anything in my shop after coming in here and... Using it for your own purposes. Hello, hi. <laughs> My name is John. Hi, John. Troy takes out a five hundred dollar bill and says, "This will, um, uh, this will pay for the ink stains." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm just gonna keep that. Okay, what can I do for this lovely exhibitionist couple? Meadow just walks off to look at the wares, leaving Troy to deal with the shopkeeper. <laughs> Troy, it's your party. <laughs> uh, um, uh, well, we actually came here. My my friend over here had uh, uh, spent some time here when it was a club, and she kind of... Uh, and then he think the moment where he thinks about it, like, I mean, um, their grandmother had been here. And had told him some stories about the history of the building and um, my cat died and she wanted she wanted to make me feel better. And I um what? <laughs> okay, sure. at this point, Mito will come back with some kind of knickknack, like something pretty and she'll put it down. She goes, I'd like to buy this for my friend Marie. How much? Uh, that, oh, oh, you got, you got the, the quartz crystal. Uh, that's very good. Uh, that's nice for, uh, focusing your energy. I'm sure that you probably want a lot of that. Uh, yeah, that'll be $20. Okay. She, and she just pulls a random amount of money out of her dress and sticks it on the counter. Okay, I think, actually, I just realized there's something I could do that could make this a little easier and I, i'm i'm sorry i keep on using this no it's fine it's <laughs> fine a, it's it's there it's a tool in your toolbox use it i'm gonna borrow the move the site from the spooky playbook and take a look around okay so uh, troy has a kind of glaze come over his eyes uh and he looks around this pawn shop uh, and he doesn't see anything unusual about the shopkeeper other than the fact that he is very confused at this this couple who has just ran into his shop, had a fair amount of fun, and then decided to bribe him not to call the police. Uh, but you do see uh, 
along the floor uh there are some traces of magic there if you look at like a wider pattern uh it looks like a spell had previously been done here uh and then as you look around more you see that there are traces of magic in the air uh and behind the counter there's there's an object that has a lot of magic focused on it and it looks like an ornate gilded claw Oh yeah, Jason. I just realized the site. I do have to roll. It's investigate a mystery roll. Ah, okay. Well, we'll we'll just do that for free then. <laughs> I think it's investigate a mystery if you intend to use it to investigate a mystery. Oh, 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 yeah. That then that's what I'm going to do. Then <laughs> you're right. It gives you more opportunity to spot clues when you investigate. Well, hmm, hmm. Good, good. It's a good time here in this <laughs> unfortunate pawn shop owner's house. <laughs> Uh, not his house. This is this is his shop. Unless he lives above it. We man, we are making a narrative for Jonathan here. Uh, <laughs> let's dive into his backstory real quick and talk hey. about his history uh, living here in Monterey Bay. No, let's not do that. I think uh, you you focus on this dragon claw and you see magic gathering around it, and then you realize that you can see that without using your sight. Uh, and there's a flash of blue light, and it is literally a bull in a china shop kind of situation, uh, except it is a large lion-esque creature uh, with wings on its back that comes crashing through these shelves and is staring the both of you down. Uh, and Jonathan, understandably, is very upset by this. Uh, and, and I think he gets his shotgun out from underneath his uh, his counter and tries to fire off a shot at this creature. Do Mito smell anything demonic or devilly? It's not a move; it's just flavor for Mito. Yeah, I think I, I think he wouldn't smell anything uh, anything sulfurish. Okay. Um, I don't know what the adjective version of involving sulfur would be. <laughs> Sulfurous? Yeah, I think you were right the first time. Let's let's say that sulfuric. I was. Let's say let's say that I was right. Just like, always. Like sul- like you are the keeper. You're always right. Of like course. sulfuric acid. Uh, oh no, that burns. Maybe. I think, I think it's a. I'm not sure. I don't know. Who knows? Unsure. But yeah, uh, takes a shot off at this lying creature, and that just kind of pisses it off. And so now it's trying to uh, kind of come directly for. Uh, the guy who just shot him. Uh, and so he's the the lion creature spreads its wings and flaps and is rushing forward, trying to get at Jonathan and Meadow and Troy. You guys are in the way. So what are you going to do? Meadow will step out of the way because, um, yeah, he shot. He provoked it. This is on him. He can deal with it himself. <laughs> My God. Uh, Troy? I am going to use what, in my opinion, I'm going to borrow from another playbook. I feel like he's going to hop and kick off of the counter in a flashy mat and make a flashy, a showy entrance into a dangerous situation as he uh, tries to kind of stomp on the, then kick up and stomp on it because I'm using the big entrance. Noise. Cool. When you make a showy entrance into a dangerous situation, roll plus cool. On the 10 plus, everyone stops and watch and listens and it. It says it's an opening speech, but I've always figured this is always just doing something show, showy 
Yeah, we can take that. Or on a 7-9, you pick one person or monster to stop, watch, or listen. On a miss, you mark yourself as the biggest threat to all every, all enemies that are present. Yeah, yes, roll that for yes. me. And uh, Meadow, I need you to roll and act under pressure to get out of the way. <laughs> we, we both failed by the looks of things. Oh wonderful, God. wonderful. So I think what happens is this creature catches you, Troy, midair with one of its claws and just slams you down into the ground for two harm and pins you under its leg. And uh, Meadow, you get shoulder checked by this lionish being uh and it sends you over the counter you take one harm and you are now like knocked over the counter you're gonna take a minus one going forward okay i i have like divine armor so just where i bounce off of whatever bounces off me kind of like a little flash of light because i've got like invisible armor oh yeah nice so just the minus one was it ongoing or forward just forward Troy, you are pinned underneath the paw of this creature, and uh, the lion creature is definitely taking notice of you because it thinks that you are its biggest threat here. So it's going to try and take you out first. I am. I actually have. I have. I'm borrowing from another playbook again. Troy's eyes kind of just um, start to glow, and his chest kind of like separates. I'm going to use burn everything. We use magic to inflict harm. You choose to inflict. Uh, three harm area magic obvious or three harm ignore armor magic obvious. Cool. So I'm behind the counter. I'm safe, right? We'll see. Well, I'm going with the second option. So ignore armor. Dang, it's going to be a bang and burn. All right, it's going to make success. All right, so what's your glitch? Okay, my glitch is. I will say that you can't get it to focus more on you. Yeah, I guess I'm going to take the harm uh, ignore armor. So what does what does this burst of magical energy look like for you? His chest kind of just rips apart and explodes into tentacles upward, which is why I thought it was so funny what happened earlier with Metal. This Metal has seen this before. Oh, gross. I hate that. Uh, it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm He's showing his inner tentacles. I'm getting the, uh, the image of, do you guys remember Men in Black? Uh, the first mission that... Uh, Will Smith's character is on is uh, there is an alien woman giving birth on like the freeway uh, <laughs> and, and he opens up the door and like looks in and we just see it like a shot from uh, behind the like woman's perspective of tentacles just flying out and like flinging Will Smith away. <laughs> That's the kind of idea that I'm seeing for what's going on with Troy right now. Uh, so you deal. <laughs> was it three harm? Three harm. Ignore armor. Awesome. So you deal three harm to this uh, gigantic lion-like creature, uh, and it flings it up into the ceiling, uh, and it uses its wings to kind of adjust uh, and land back down. It is crouching, and it is uh, looking directly at Troy and ready to pounce. But first, let's move over to Seeb and Severus. Hi, guys. What's going on? And that's Thanks. when I discovered the city of Atlantis. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we cut back, we miss part of a conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we've just exercised um, the... the um, teke teke. Teke teke. Teke teke, yeah. We need to find whatever brought this, this ghoul here. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, see here, what would, um, investigate a mystery, maybe? Uh, or yeah. perhaps a read a bad situation, I think. Uh, it's the same stat either way, so. 
we'll figure out what questions you want to ask and go ahead and roll it. Uh, I mean, I think we'd probably just be wanting to know, like, um, like, where did it go? More of like, where did it come from? Yeah. Or what is being concealed here? I think that investigative mystery probably would serve you the best currently. Yep. Yep. Um, I can also Oof. Uh, I can help, help out. out. Yeah. Okay. I can try anyway. I mean, if not, like, always... I'll level up. Yeah, you guys are getting stacks oh, yeah. from this mystery. Right. I keep forgetting cool. the yeah. new experience. Um Don't if you that. if you look under your look, um, there should be like a carrot for hunter move references. And you can yeah. just click the dice for all of those. Yeah. Oh cool. Okay. Oh, but I failed. Ooh. Awesome. We level up. Uh we but I do we do both level up. Yeah. I, level I leveled up. up too, by the way. Wonderful, nice. wonderful. Uh decide what you're taking for your levels because I mean we might we might do more things with your characters, and that would be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> oh, more things with Meta. Yeah, you asked for it. <laughs> Literally. I'm I'm not against it, ever. <laughs> uh... Okay. Uh, I had a move in mind, and um, oh, um, I think come back to me for the move. Cause... Yeah. I think uh, investigative mystery failures are always the one that I struggle the most uh, with figuring out, but I, th- I think I have an idea here. I-, I think you're going to get some information, but there's going to be some some hard moves coming your way. So you you start looking around and you want to know uh, where the Teke Teke came from. Perhaps I think what you see is it, it's a little dimmer right now. I, th- I think it's probably nighttime where you're at at this point because we kind of started this mystery during the day. Um, I think it's starting to get really dark now and you start seeing that blue light pulsing off in the distance indicative of like the previous blue lights that you had been seeing involved with the portals. Uh, I suppose we should check that out. Indeed. And I head that way. Yeah, I'm going with, of course. I have decided, by the way, to take immortal. So when I suffer harm, I suffer one harm less. Nice. Oh, yeah. And I don't age or sicken. Fits with my character's lore. Yeah, it works very well with what you already have established. That's wonderful. I love it. Uh, Yeah, so you guys make your way through the woods and you see uh, across the way uh, this this light gathering and pulsing. uh, And you see the branch of a cherry blossom tree uh, that's in full bloom. And and this is strange to you, to say the least, because one, cherry blossom trees are not native to this area. Uh, it, it's completely detached from another tree. And also cherry blossom season is only like four weeks in March in Japan. In the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah, in the Northern Hemisphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's it's unusual to say the least. Uh, and then there's also the fact that it's, it's glowing, uh, which might tip you off like, hmm, there's something odd here. Uh, yeah, I think you guys walk up on it uh, and then you hear the click of a gun behind severus's head uh you you hear like the hammer get pulled down uh, and someone says okay okay i don't know who you are or how you got here or why you want this but i can't allow you to continue traipsing around Mm -hmm.